been shot. For it seems now more certain than ever that the bloody experience of Vietnam is to end in a stalemate. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Any outlaw regime that has ties to terrorist groups and seeks or possesses weapons of mass destruction is a grave danger to the civilized world and will be confronted. If you're a new listener, just type in Pentagon tested gay bomb on Iraq. I said, General, I got myself a problem, General. It was a Jewish doctor. Welcome to the first episode of an as of yet unnamed, unnamed. Uh, <laughs> podcast. <laughs> you, um, you might be saying to yourself, man, they're going to record this episode without naming the podcast. That's just how much we want to put out the content. Yeah, it's uh, it's too good for us to keep it from the world. Um, there was a name put out. It's now being offered up for <laughs> this podcast. Maybe if there's ever a Patreon, yeah, 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 you'll get that. Um, That'll be a super sponsored content level. But yeah, but on this show, um, we will be reviewing. Excuse me, uh, Aaron Sorkin's The Newsroom, as well as other, um, I guess, like political, yeah, we'll TV see. and movies, probably. Um, there's some ideas being bounced around. There's some ones that, you know, to be candid with you, like an Oliver Stone movie is obviously like in the, it's like a good pick, but it's like a three hour commitment. Yeah. We do the Nixon one. I haven't oh, seen that one. That's okay. See, we're, ju- we're jumping the gun already, but see, that's yeah. what you could look forward to if you keep listening. Uh, we, 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 I, I could be convinced to do the West Wing. We'll probably do Vice, um, yeah. yeah, there's there's plenty of stuff for us to do. Nothing good though in terms of TV. Won't do Veep probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Veep you can just listen to the the like cast rewatch and they'll yeah. be able to give more interesting insight than us. We'll just be like, this is real life. Kamala Harris is Selena. Um, Selena Meyer. Yeah, probably won't do House of Cards. I don't know if House of Cards is good necessarily. We could do that though. Maybe that was maybe maybe. But currently the newsroom. Currently the newsroom. Yeah, so so we just we're just coming off of the first episode of the newsroom. The I'm Alex, by the way. Oh, I'm Reese. Um, and uh, yeah, so we did the first episode of the newsroom, which is an Aaron Sorkin show. You said it was from 2013, right? Uh, 2012. Okay, but it's backdated. Every season is backdated two years. So okay. right, this first episode is April of 2010. Right. Um, and if you're not, if you're familiar with the newsroom at all. You're probably familiar with it because of two different clips you've seen from the show. Mm-hmm. Of course, one being the Jeff Daniels my, monologue from the beginning. Yes. Um, Why where, America is not the greatest country on earth. It, but it could be. But it could. Um, and the other being the scene where the guy uh, is taken with the pilot's badge and is like, we killed Osama bin Laden for you, sir. Yeah. Um, and it's super, <laughs> it's super fucking cringe. Um, but so we, we just, yeah, like I said, we came off the first episode. Yeah. Um, and that monologue is in the first episode. 
it's truly a time capsule because um, this this kind of this kind of like TV I don't know that you can necessarily make anymore because it would just get gooped on way too hard. Oh, I know, and I, I mean it is right now too. Fundamentally, it's like it's kind of like uh, Madam Secretary. Did you ever watch that? No. I never watched any of that either. Uh, or like, oh, fuck, what's it called? Uh, the one with Kiefer Sutherland where he's the president oh, oh, now. Oh, uh, Lone Survivor. Designated Survivor. Not Lone Survivor. Designated. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, I watched part of that. I did not. I did not like it. No. So it's kind of like this in the sense that um, it's just a bit too earnest. It, oh, for sure. Um, but you know, also, um, it's an Aaron Sorkin show, so yeah. you can you find a lot of his pathology in there, like yes. his unwillingness to treat blonde women with respect, yes. um, his casual racism, which we'll get into. Oh my god, it was so bad. It was like both of us were like, "What the fuck?" Because. I mean, you know what, I, you know what, while we're on it, we may as well get to it. We'll get yeah. back to the Jeff Daniels speech, yeah, right, right. this was so jarring. Um, which, which, keep in mind, it is 2012, I don't, I wouldn't have thought it would have flown at that no. point either. I'm trying to find the actor's name, because I want to do him justice, but there's a... There's a Dev Patel. De- oh, it is? Yeah. For, wow. He says this to Dev Patel? I thought I saw it in the opening. Uh, I think you're right. Okay. So, you know, Dev Patel, famous Indian-American actor, uh, he's playing, yep. like, the IT guy or something. He's he, some kind he writes of, for the blog. He writes for the blog. He does all the online journalism. He's like the Reddit guy for the newsroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeff Daniels comes out of there screaming, Poonjob! Because he doesn't know his name. <laughs> he doesn't know his name, so he calls him Poonjob. And, he, and, and, the, and the worst part is that the guy, like, gets up and responds. Sir? Sir? Yeah. You called, Sir? And, uh, man. And then he makes an unfortunate... The other thing is he makes yes. a very unfortunate reference to the Merchant of Venice. Yes, you know which. Yeah, yeah. and it's like, hey, what the fuck? Uh, like, They don't do this until, like, at least 35 minutes. <laughs> he doesn't do it right away. They're not, like, establishing him no. as a racist guy. Like, Aaron Sorkin thinks it's okay to say no. this. He thinks it's funny. That's a laugh line in 2012, definitely. Right, yeah. But... Um, and he also refuses to learn his secretary's name until the like yeah. until she does something that he thinks is respectable. Yes, he, uh, he calls her Ellen the whole time, yeah. as opposed to Margaret. He's like, "You're Karen, no Ellen," and she's like, "No, Margaret." Yes, over and over again. Okay, so the show opens. He's speaking at um, at Northwestern University on like a panel, and there's like this. <laughs> Um, right wing commentator. Yeah, like insane, like Tea Party guy. Yeah. Uh, like, like he would be the guy on the left of like uh, Gary, uh, the Anderson. Sure. Um, of the, the, t- the like the guy who is like, uh, you know, do you think you should have a license to drive? Hell no. Oh, fuck. yeah. I Daryl Perry. This, yeah. Yes. I think of the top. Maybe he's like a Glenn Beck. No, he's not even good enough to be Glenn Beck. I don't. He's like he's like a he's a nobody now. He's just generic right wing commentator. Right. They've got like this education union lady. Yeah, who's like yeah, the yeah. lib lady stand in. And uh, and he's sitting in the middle. 
uh, Jeff Daniels' character is yeah. Will McAvoy. With some George Stephanopoulos type, like, doing the questions. Right, and so... Um, the most brain-dead questions you've ever heard in your life. Oh, for sure. But Do the, you lean right or left? And he's like, yeah, well, they're like, they're like, would you say you're a Republican or a Democrat? And he goes, I would say I'm a New York Jacks fan. And oh. it's like, oh, great, yeah. So funny. Um, like, it just... And he annoyingly dodges, like, several questions in a row. Yeah. Uh, and then this this young woman comes up at the the, the mic to ask a question, and she says, "What makes uh, America the greatest country in the world?" Um, also a dumb question, but yeah. not her fault. Very reminiscent of this is dated. We had a town hall years and years ago, and this like president of the Harvard Centrist Society asked Bernie about socialism, and it was it was exactly that same vibe. Uh, what makes America the greatest country on earth? Hot, hot question to ask in 2012, by the way. Yeah. It, you, 2012, pretty well established. Not there. Oh, for sure. Or not even 2012. 2010. 2010 even not there. No. We're in the middle of the Great Recession. Yeah. Anyway. But so the, the, the uh, Democrat, the live lady says, like, uh, what is it? Diversity and opportunity. Yes. And the, the right-wing guy says freedom, freedom and freedom. freedom. Uh, and then, of course, Jeff Daniels dodges the question... And he thinks he sees uh, a woman that he has, I assume, a past romantic history yes. with. I've never seen the show. And um, I have seen the show, but I'm going to not spoil it for Alex along the way. Yeah, so, so we've got, the we've got kind of dynamic. A, we got kind of a dollop thing going yeah. on here. But um, so he thinks he sees a woman he knows in the audience, yeah. uh, and she holds up a sign that says, "It isn't, but it can be." And then he just fucking starts shouting at. And then Jeff Daniels takes you to fucking school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, it's not. We're 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 the worst in all these metrics, and we're only good in uh, self suck, yeah. <laughs> incarceration, <laughs> <laughs> and number of adults who thinks angels are real. Um, and yeah, <laughs> self suck. <laughs> but. Yeah, so so um, that, and then he 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 says something to the this, the girl who comes up. He's like, "Sorority girl, if you ever accidentally stumble your way into a voting booth, sometimes you're like, <laughs> and it's like, holy shit, dude." Uh, and then there's controversy about that. He yeah. takes a vacation. He says it was because of vertigo medicine. That's right. Um, and he comes back to the station, and um, his uh, executive producer has gone to another show. Um, and who is, by the way, like a thirty-five-year-old man dating like a nineteen-year-old intern? Right. Yeah. Or not intern. Maybe she. She. she well, she. She's. Um, she's hired on. Now. She's hired on now. She ended up as um, Will's assistant because he just assumed she was his assistant. Yes. Uh, and it sort of went from there. Um, and you know, all of this time we're we're sitting there like, is he supposed to be a likable character? And we came to the conclusion that yes, he's supposed to be like abrasively endearing. Yeah. But he's just like the most unlikable guy. Like he's just a dick at every opportunity. And to, like, there's there are two moments in the entire thing yeah. where he's like sincere. Uh, and not like an asshole. And then he's doing the news. He's he's like normal. His, he just he uses he uses his curmudgeonly attitude for good. He's also not good at his job. He gets a tip from one of his writers that essentially the BP oil spill is happening. The Deepwater Horizon. The Deepwater Horizon spill is happening. He goes, it's not fucking news. They go, yeah. it's a hundred thousand uh, gallons of oil a day, and he goes, 
there's like 300 quadrillion gallons of water in the Gulf of oh, Mexico. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's like, the, the producer. <laughs> yes. yeah. yeah, he's like, there are, there's many quadrillion gallons, and it's like, no. And then, yeah, because the new, the new guy that has come in is like, oh, cool, somebody had a motorcycle. Um, he, the new guy is like, it'll reach the shores of Louisiana within like two days if the wind shift. Will the wind shift? If their luck has stayed the same, it will. Just um, a nice little Katrina joke. Yeah. By the way, that oil spill, we looked it up. 87 days. So it, yeah, it burned. <laughs> Deepwater Horizon burned. Uh, uh, another side note, uh, in classic Mark Wahlberg fashion, he made a movie about Deepwater Horizon. So it's just another, like, what did you say? If, if we were like, if, if me and Donnie were there, we would have stopped it. We would have stopped it. We Never would have happened. We would have thrown rocks. We would have <laughs> thrown rocks and yelled slurs at the at the at, at the fogging oil, oil yeah. at the oil derrick. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, so so anyway, he, he leaves. He talks to the like main station head, uh, who's got like John Kerry's personality. Yes, he's like uh, literally says, "I was at a bar in Denang right now in 1969," and then he talks about how some girl fell in his lap or something. Uh, and he's he's the only character who's actually like actually written to be charming yeah. and likable. But he's like sundowning because yeah. at yeah. some point he just has a complete blow up, like a CTE blow up. Like, I'm a marine. I'll beat your fucking ass. <laughs> I don't care how many protein shakes you drink. And that's that's not verbatim, but that's about eighty five percent of it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's high. Um, the beat your fucking ass is definitely there. <laughs> Uh, and uh, so then he then we find out that the new boss has like hired a new EP which is the girl that he thought he saw in the auditorium and spoiler we find this at the very end at the very end he did see her. he did see she her. was yeah, there. standing in the elevator there and he's like I thought I saw you there it wasn't vertigo medicine and he uh, presses that door closed button fuck her she can't get off yeah, and, and she's like wait wait and she flips over her notepad and it says it's not but it can be in the notebook and actually they show us both pages as if we yeah. don't know that just the top one <laughs> like it's like it's, why does she have it's not written in massive sharpie as soon as you see one page yeah you should know um but yeah, and, and which which like you said, ask makes you ask so many more questions than it actually answers. She is British and it's clear they had a past together and she does like other news. And so it's not clear that she just would have been at the university. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense for her to be there. You know, they haven't seen each other in years, it seems well, like anything Northwest is in Chicago, right? It's in Chicago. And he, they're in DC. So it's, but I guess we'll have to keep watching. I, I don't know. It's just, yeah, it doesn't make any sense because she doesn't have a job at this point either. No. Um, so she, like, it doesn't make sense for her to, like, fly back and forth between those two cities. Like, maybe just to see him, I guess. It's, especially, it really doesn't make sense, and I don't think we've done this any justice, for this character who I would describe as, first of all, Jeff Bridges... Excuse not me, Jeff, Jeff. Not Jeff Bridges. If it had been Jeff Bridges, that would have been, been a good show. Would have been a very good show. Uh, I'll call him by his name, Will McAvoy. Not a good-looking man. You know, I don't mean that. It, I'm not trying to be judgmental, but he's not camera ready. He's, he's got not, kind of this, like the the thing that happened to Alec Baldwin. Ex- yes. <laughs> Where kind of he just kind of like inflated, turned into a frog man. Yeah, yes. right. Um, and also, he's just not that charming. I mean, he's like if you've ever seen Morning Joe. 
Uh, he's Joe Scarborough with some Bill O'Reilly because he's very angry. Yeah, he does. He does the exact like paper shuffling yes. motion that Bill O'Reilly does when he goes, "Fuck it, we'll do it live." Fuck it. And he's got like a little—I don't even want to say Anderson Cooper. Someone who's boyish. He's got a very boyish <laughs> like, hair, haircut, and he wears this leather yeah, blazer yeah, around. Leather blazer is really weird. He thinks he is badass. Jeff Daniels could or not Jeff Daniels. I see. Uh, Jeff uh, Jeff Bridges could have pulled it. Dumb off. and Dumber, the guy from Dumb and Dumber. Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> yeah, but but the big Lebowski could have pulled off the leather blazer. Absolutely. But uh, he's also a Republican, which is whatever. There are no Republicans in news except for Chris Wallace, I guess. Yeah, and I guess Fox he is news kind news of a Chris down. Wallace type. But it's like, he's I guess that's charming in 2012. I got yeah, it's a time capsule. This is a this yeah. is a show that was made in a completely. I, different we are kind of doing a, a decade later retrospective. It is. It's so interesting. The news in this era is boring. <laughs> Except for Deepwater Horizon. Except for Deepwater Horizon, but get, you know what? If that happened today, uh, maybe for a week, it would be a Snapchat like a reel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be next to like the barstool sports and the like Kylie Jenner's like workout routine. Yeah, or, yeah. I mean, the fucking ocean caught on fire like last year, and. Uh, there wasn't much going on in oh, yeah. the news at that time either. And it's, There's a forest fire happening right now. Where? You couldn't tell me. Uh, I, I, if I had a guess, I would say California. You, you, you'd you, be right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't think people are meant to live there. No. What? That's a whole... It's, it's like Australia. Or any floodplain. Yeah. Anyway. Um, and, uh, the Gulf of Mexico is flooded with oil. Yeah, and Will um, McAvoy is. And they, yeah, they get this tip while there's this sort of like office coup happening with this new EP that um, oh, yeah. Sam Watterson's character yeah. is just hired. John Kerry has hired, yeah, the ex. Yeah, John Kerry has hired the ex. And, uh, um, and they're like arguing in the office, and her like senior guy is there, and he's like arguing with the former executive producer about whether or not it's news, which we mentioned earlier. And Will says, listen. I can fire you. I gave up an extra, <laughs> an extra million, million dollars a year to be um, able to fire her at the end of every week. To made me realize I don't know how much they fucking pay people on TV. Like, how much does Sean Hannity make? No idea. Is he? Even, What's Tucker Carlson's annual salary? Tucker Carlson would be the good analog because he's I want to say the most watched guy in news. He is. Um. Um. His net worth is thirty. He gets oh, he gets thirty five million in salary from Fox News a year. Yeah, he's the high, yeah he's the highest paid and richest television host. But his net worth is four hundred twenty million because of that Swanson frozen food shit. Oh, that's I forgot. He's a uh, I almost called him a anchor baby. That's not quite right. He's a trust fund baby. <laughs> baby. Hey, that's a, that's also a way back. He said he's an Jeb won't say it. He won't say anchor baby. <laughs> but, I don't uh, think Jesse Waters makes ten million. So I that's think, sad. Yeah, but Jesse Waters, Jesse Waters is, kind of is like, making ten million dollars. Yeah, for that I know he doesn't do shit. No, I, I think I think you're right. I think Tucker is the is the analog because he, he would probably be around at the same on him at the same time. That just reminds me of, the, and you know, I want to get back to the pilot, but I should say, <laughs> uh, if the newsroom. Just had lasted a couple years longer and covered the 2016 campaign. You know that would have been the most obnoxious 
program. Oh, I know. They would have had like a maybe they would. We were talking about whether John Goodman would be in on this show. Maybe they would bring him as in as like a Donald Trump. Oh, that I'd watch that. That could have been good. That'd be. good. I mean, he really did well as uh, Eli Gemstone. So missed opportunity. But see, the reason that this is is because Aaron Sorkin. Uh, rights for people who sit down and watch an hour of like uh, television about the news about the news these are the people who are like serial article readers yes. like <laughs> who subscribe to the times only for the op-ed pages they right. are just eating up that Michelle they, Goldberg the, shit they go through slates uh, and yes. like advice they go, I subscribe to the Atlantic, to the nation, to the Washington Post. <laughs> they, just like, they just read all. They have the love is love. Uh, in, in this home, there is no hate sign. Yes. There's a new one, by the way, which has the American flag heart. I don't know if you've seen no, that one. No, I haven't. Uh, it's been it's been all over my routes recently. Every year they get you like a different. But last year they got you white fragility. Uh, this year, uh, uh, white fragility is bad. They're too. Gi- they're giving you. Uh, goodness, I don't even know. I don't even. Know. I don't know. What the, I don't know what the current lib book look, is right now. Oh, it's something. Something about the Trump White House, surely. Oh, the the Bob Woodward book, or the ironically, <laughs> <laughs> or the uh, the one written by anonymous. Thing. Look at this. It's the Mueller report. Yeah. <laughs> in a hard copy. The, what's the Chapo did a review of that 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 like a uh, stage play. Oh God! Uh, like that about the Mueller report. Yeah, but see, you know, it didn't even last this long. But people who would have this is for people who would have enjoyed this because I do know people who did enjoy the newsroom as it was on, unironically, and there are these people now, you know, who still have like the Mueller time like bumper sticker, and it's like, Ugh. what's going on? I do. I actually want to go back to the monologue for a minute. Because okay, a lot, he says it. a lot of correct things yes. there, um, but it's kind of like it's all like a half truth. Um, like because he's smug. It was. I mean, he's. It's. It's the smugness doesn't help him no. for sure. But I. I think like he said. He says like, yeah, we we actually suck. Um, and then when he gets the it, it can be thing, it is. It is. It's the bullshit hits there. Yeah. Um, and he, you know, he he skips a lot of stuff in the it's not part. But like I remember. I wanted to talk about this because I remember the cultural impact of this. I remember when this came out and it had like, I, I wonder, I'm going to look up how many views it has on YouTube. Um, cause I, and I saw this actually, also let's before I saw the, the newsroom. Let's go through the comments on YouTube oh, as well. Uh, newsroom, America is not the greatest. Um, the, the, one of these clips has, yeah, each of these clips have 2 million views. Um, wow, which I feel like should be there. Um, the top comment says people think this guy is dissing America, but it's the American in him that is showing concern. Very well written, and if this was off the top, then even more incredible. So they, <laughs> I think they think this is they real. think this is real. <laughs> that they never seen Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, do they not know? Who do they think that is? If it's real, who do they think that is? Uh, yeah, I know. I, I, I don't want to live in the... Gra- also, it's shot like a fucking movie. It's 
there's music. Shocked. Yeah, there's music playing. It's like the dumbest guy in the world commented on it. <laughs> they cut the camera to the audience. What yeah. are they talking about? And, and also, the fucking he hallucinates a woman in the crowd. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Off the top of his head, uh, I, I don't want to live in the greatest country. I want to live in a peaceful country, a healthy country, and an educated country. A country that uh, prioritizes taking care of all of its citizens. Okay, that's from a year ago. I think that person might have been radicalized now. Yeah, they're a candidate. What kind of? That's also still a lame take. It's like he thought he thought that was very deep, but yeah. I'm sure now he's he's where he needs to be. But right. I, but who? He's like, I don't want to live in the best country. I just want to live in a good country. He's <laughs> yeah, like, okay, I want to live in a maybe mediocre country. Okay, even. pal. Whatever. Yeah, we wage wars on poverty, not poor people. So true. Um, I okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm oh, this yeah. one's really long. We'll, 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 we'll stop at this brief segment with this one. I haven't, I haven't had a chance to read it. Um, oh, no, 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 no. Sorry. Really quickly. It says, We didn't identify ourselves by who we voted for in the last election. This is the best quote of the speech. Oh, <laughs> this is someone who voted for Donald Trump. I know. So this is by George C. And it's from two weeks ago. I served in the military for 10 years, both in the Marine Corps and the Air Force, and I agree 100% with what this character is saying. He's, he, he, yeah. he's, a, he's a thinker. He knows it's not you, real. You, what, imagine this person to comment on a clip of a show from 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah, this is, they, they, I mean, I go ahead. I mean, it's just, that's, There's more, by the way. It says, oh, we're not the greatest country. At least, I hope we're not, because we are seriously fucked up. If people say that we're the greatest country in the world, that's like bragging that you're the greatest can- oh god, patient in the cancer ward. All right. All right, brother. <laughs> you're basing this on opinion and blind patriotism instead of facts. We have a lot of religion, politics, and money to separate oh, us. Oh, he knows who killed Pat Tillman, okay? <laughs> All right, yeah. Do you know what the best day was? September 12th, 2001. Oh, never mind. He's the one who did it. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> Uh, that day was everybody was an American. <laughs> Congress was outside singing "God Bless America." Uh, there was talk of <laughs> stopping this partisan bullshit and actually working together for the good of this country. This is the worst. I'm guy. slipping into Tucker, and that lasted for a good 25 or 26 hours, and then it all went to shit. The liberals did this. <laughs> they started using the attacks as a reason to take away people's civil rights. They even expected that you were a terrorist, and they they could take. That well, if they even suspected you were a terrorist, they could take you to a prison and keep you there without your right to a lawyer, without anybody knowing where, where you were. This isn't the greatest country. At the rate that everything's going, especially with Roe v. Wade, I don't think we ever will be again. Every superpower has failed. It just hasn't been our turn yet. This is such a. There's so much to unpack in this. He's okay. So well, what, what I slept me with is this is why the Republicans voted against the burn pits because no, I'm not gonna. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I mean, that, that is that is kind of like, I don't know, like, that's another person who's getting there, for sure. You're definitely getting there. Um, lost. Lost, yes. Greatest day, the know. day after 9-11. <laughs> I was, uh, let me tell you this, I was so happy after 9-11. I was we, getting, people are saying this, I was dancing on the rooftops. We, they were dancing on the rooftops. <laughs> Muhammad Abdullah on the rooftops. In New Jersey, I saw it. Uh, but um, <laughs> what is he? He's like we were all so scared. We were, everyone was shitting themselves. It was such a it was so yeah. good. Uh, but that's a common thing you hear from like a certain generation of like uh, 
person. It's like, you know, we all need to just go back to the America the day after 9-11. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, there are a lot of bumper stickers that used yes. to be around like that. Or there's no red states, there's no blue states kind of shit. It's yeah, like, we're all purple. We're all purple. And it's like, well... Um, but yeah. a very interesting thing to say. Is like, He said he was a veteran for 10 years. What do you think 9-11 did? No, I'm not even going to get into it. Yeah, okay, so to get back in the episode chronologically, yes. just because we're, we got off track for a second. Yeah. So so um, he's arguing with his new producer, and he's like, I can fire you at the end of every week. I gave him a million dollars a year for it. Um, and then there are there's like an office coup happening, and the new senior guy is arguing with the old executive producer. They get the Deepwater Horizon notification. Boom. Uh, and he has a lot of information about like Halliburton's involvement, um, and about BP's involvement and how like they're not able to stop the spill and how much it, like the rate is increasing over time um, and he they're arguing yeah. about whether it's news and then he just bursts into the office and for some reason uh, uh, Will McAvoy is not upset no um, like that seems like an out of character moment he had been very angry all the way up until that point yeah <laughs> but he was like no it's cool that this guy interrupted me because uh, he's a man yeah. Uh, and, and not some bitch uh, who I don't respect but he yeah so he bursts into the office he tells him what's going on and this is when he yells Punjab at the guy yes um, uh, that nobody reacts to as well yeah I, I know was... well he goes well no he does he goes I don't think that's his name yeah, oh yeah that's the reaction <laughs> it's like do you think that it's a real possibility that it could have been his name you go I don't I don't know yeah I think that's the other one it's like yeah. well sir um but they make a newscast out of it and, and they do it kind of on the fly they do a lot of the a lot of the teleprompter just is vamp it does which is funny to me because it's, it's just like, yeah, you fucking deal with it. Like, the idea that they haven't prepared that by the time... Because they'll do it at the end, too, yeah. um, when they're about to move to commercial. And it's like, you don't think there are people in there that write what he's supposed Absolutely. to say on the teleprompter? And so, he does a piece of news that would be unlike anything you've ever seen because he asks a follow-up question. <laughs> uh, he, yeah, he's, he's really... He does a full-court press on these guys. He's intense. This poor fucking sap... This, like, inspector who was supposed to have inspected the Deepwater Horizon, he's like, uh, how many oil wells are you supposed to inspect uh, a week? He's, he says some ridiculous ass. It's like, it's like they, yeah, there's, there are, like, 30,000 oil rigs, and there's, there are 56 inspectors, yes. which is, like, 600 a week, because they're supposed to be inspected once a month. He says that he inspected the oil well three weeks ago, and he's like, so Will McAvoy, he does, like, a gotcha. He's like, how long have you been working? He's like... Four, four months. months. Yeah, four months. <laughs> so, it's like this would never happen, first like, of all. Well, uh, yeah, on the news, I, I was going to say, it probably did happen. Yeah, it, it would, that would happen. Just yeah. like the Notre Dame. Well, he's just like, probably yeah. like some well, lazy guy. Well, he's like, it, the first thing he says is, well, like, well our, our budget is really tight, and it's like, Jesus uh, Christ. We're going through a budget crunch. We yeah. have a Mr. Coffee. We have to sell our cappuccino machine. <laughs> It's like, okay. But, yeah, they had said that, like, uh, Deepwater Horizon was only inspected, like, five times the previous year or something, too. Interestingly, by the way, with the Halliburton connection, Dick Cheney probably has some yes. kind of connection to, to Deepwater Horizon. 
the secret plots that oh, keep fuck. ramping up the Iraq war. Also, they really poorly photoshopped a picture of Jeff Daniels meeting Obama. Yes. Um, it's behind him in the frame. It's really funny. It's it's blurred, but you can tell it's meant to be them. You know it's Obama, because who the hell else is going to look like... It's very clearly Obama, but it's like, is that Jeff Daniels? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he's, you know, he's pressing... What I was... he would They would press the, the inspector, I think, yeah. on the news. I think that's more likely to happen, but they're not going to do it to the guy from Halliburton. Absolutely not. Like, like they probably get money from Halliburton. There's yeah. no way that they're going to be like, he's like, you're the spokesman for Halliburton. You don't have the inspections handy yeah. or, or uh, the tests. Because it turns out that like Halliburton had some kind of sealant uh, for the things. And it didn't seal. And it, it didn't seal and they had run <laughs> tests and they knew that it didn't work and they sold it anyway. It's like with, with every time they release like a drug, they know like a certain number of people are going to have complications so they just mobilize the lawyers they get some money aside they go this is a settlement right Uh, we'll pay for the class action with this and so uh, Flex Seal Halliburton's core product does not uh, (laughs) that's a lot of damage (laughs) does not does not not fix the BP spill they do good news I guess it's good enough it is good news that's okay I will say about this show I went into it expecting it to be like bad all the way yeah. Like I think I think I wasn't giving Aaron Sorkin enough credit because yeah. um, he is like a bad writer, but yeah. he's better than like Tommy Wiseau or some shit. Yeah. That um, low, high bar. Yeah, <laughs> but like he is he his whole thing. He says that uh, his dialogue is supposed to be like you can't change any of it because it's like a note in a symphony, which is like so conceited. Yeah, it's but very it's, high opinion of your writing. I I. I see what people mean or what he means when he says that yeah. because it, it is like dialogue that wouldn't exist no. in a real conversation. People respond too quickly. Yeah. They're too witty to the point of it like looping back around and it not being funny They're again. doing the walk and talks constantly. Yeah, they did They did at least three this episode, I think. Um, but they're even doing it on the news. Like yeah. Jeff Daniels just talks over the Halliburton guy. Oh yeah, and the only reason he's I too quick on his feet. Yeah, and and the only like it's like he had like a like precognition of what the guy was going to say. Like I I've watched Meet the Press. What's his fuck? What's that gopher looking fuck? Chuck Todd. <laughs> Chuck Todd is not Chuck Todd is not clever. What does he look like? He looks like a gopher. Uh, Chuck Todd, if you throw something out there, even mildly. Mildly curveball to Chuck Todd. Chuck she Todd is going to stumble like around Holy for like shit. two minutes and then break the commercial. So the idea... Jeff, this is the worst picture ever taken of a person. So you're going to have to look him up on your... Look, look, go ahead, look him up yeah, right now. Yeah, it's the second image on Google Images. He, he Oh no, it's the first when you click images. It's his picture on Wikipedia. He looks like a fucking gopher. Trump's nickname for him, by the way. Sleepy Eyes Chuck Todd. Don't know what that means. He doesn't even have... Uh, would you say he I, he might have sleepy eyes here? Oh, he might, he looks kind of tired. But, <laughs> but, uh, but in a lot of these pictures, he just looks like a, a gopher. Yes. With a goatee. But uh, re- regardless, regardless, <laughs> uh, you would not. Ne- Anderson Cooper's not asking a follow up. Larry King. Larry King might have, but Larry King was was drunk on television, which Jeff da- Jeff Daniels may be as well. Yeah. Um, vertigo medicine. Vertigo medicine um, was his excuse for his. 
his no, why he's America. Sure, but it's like, yeah, speech, I, I wonder. I, I'm trying to think of how how I could do a Larry King voice, but I, like he wouldn't do a good follow up. He would ask them a weird <laughs> question. That, He'd like, lean in real learn, close. You learn like the weirdest thing, like uh, ah. yeah. Ah. And you said that, uh, like, you know, you said that you sold your Mr. Yeah. Coffee. And you, <laughs> like, you keep a pineapple on your front porch. <laughs> yeah. Why do you do Why that? Why do you do yeah. that? Hilarious. It is, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so he asked the follow-up. He's, he's smart. Um, and he can vamp. And so, you know, uh, <laughs> I think what Jeff Daniels does, though, is the... It's not very hard to make the news better because the news is so bad. It's so, so shit. Aaron Sorkin has a very easy job. Yeah. And so anything he really could have done would have made the news much better. And so he does that. Yeah. <laughs> they, they do something. It is, it is entertaining, too. Because, like, when they were doing the investigation on the Deepwater Horizon shit, I was like, holy fuck. Like, right. I, was, I was riveted by that. I, didn't, I also don't know that much about Deepwater Horizon. I didn't watch Marky Mark's movie. So, um... Well, then you don't know that he could have stopped it. <laughs> he could have stopped it. If I was there. If I was there, pump, pump 97. <laughs> <laughs> Muhammad Atta. Muhammad Atta. Could have stopped it. Me and that stupid fucking bear. I had a bag of marbles. A <laughs> <laughs> bag of marbles. Oh. Um, Anywho. Um, um, yeah, I don't know. It's an entertaining show. Yeah. I, I I don't know. I think, I think okay, Jeff Daniels and um, Sam Watterson... Um, uh, uh, what's his? What, what have we been calling him? Uh, John Kerry. John Kerry. John Kerry. We've been calling. Oh, yeah. Um, they both think that Americans are like fundamentally stupid as well, which is like that's kind of another thing. That's a that's thing. a lip take. Yeah. You like they're voting against their interests. And oh, it's like these fuck. It's very John Stewart of them, but it's yeah. Which like John, even John Stewart doesn't think that. Like he doesn't have that kind of disdain for people. But I've yeah. been talking to some like some like. New half libs recently because of who are libs because of Trump, uh, and he's like, <laughs> you know, and and one of them is my uncle, and he's like, we don't have we don't have a whatever problem, we have a stupidity problem, and it's like that's the most boomer thing you could say, but it's it's like he's giving you a DVD of idiocracy right, for your birthday. Right, 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 <laughs> this right. is the problem. The eugenics <laughs> movie, <laughs> uh, and it's like. I'm like, you know, like, even if that's true, it's an education problem. Like, we need to fund education more. And he's like, oh, I don't know. He, you, if you even threw out to him, well, maybe. And Jeff Daniels does get this right. He, and it's not as simplistic as this, but it is. He goes, you know why people fucking hate liberals? Because they lose so They lose so much. Yeah, because they're losers. Yeah, they hate liberals because they're losers. If they, he, he says, if, if liberals are so smart, then why do they lose so goddamn always? Uh, and it's like, you're right. You're right. I don't remember what he says to the Republican guy. It wouldn't matter. Because that one's straightforward. You don't really, you know, he could have said anything. It would have been I, right. It still would have been true. <laughs> true. He could have like, why do we blame Republicans? Because of the Nazi connection. Be- yeah, because they're so anti-Semitic. <laughs> because of the fucking Orban shit. Anything. <laughs> the Orban shit. Anything. Because of Bolsonaro. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, that, but I don't know if Aaron Sorkin believes it. Because it's like, why does Aaron Sorkin think liberals lose? 
Does he? He? Does, I don't think you, he thinks because they're. Yeah, I, I don't know. If you asked him, he'd say, "Well, it's because they're voting against their. They're interests. voting against their interests. Yeah. You got these Jill Stein, Ralph Nader types. <laughs> who, he blames Bernie. He he does blame Bernie. He would tell you he's like they are not getting on board with the program. They are. They want. They they're yeah. letting perfect be the enemy of good. Because if you watch The West Wing, which I go back and forth on if it's good TV. Yeah. Uh, but you you get an understanding. Because his perfect idea of a president is like a person who in today's day and age would probably get like 3% of the vote in the Democratic primary. Because they'd be way too fucking conservative. Yeah. That, I think you're right about that. Um, like certainly Jeff Daniels' character, if he like ran for office, oh yeah, Liz Cheney shit, seven percent of the vote. Oh, no, for no sure. Shit. Yeah, yeah, like he'd be like, you know, well, uh, well, well, the the election wasn't stolen. Uh, they're right about the vaccines. Yeah. Um, it's an inc- it's an encroachment of our freedom, and it's like okay, yeah, sure. like he'd end up sounding like the libertarian guy he dunked on. Yes, he would. Uh, I mean, like I, you know, like I said, he really is just Joe Scarborough in a way. And, and like, if you don't watch cable news, you're not going to know what that means. And honestly, that means you don't have brain work. That, so yeah, maybe either. that's good. But like, he's he's just like this. He's like a never. How do you even describe this person? Like a never Trump person, I guess. It's like a Republican who hates other Republicans. And this is Aaron Sorkin's perfect man. This is his Ubermensch. Yeah. The perfect newsman. Well, you know, I think we were talking about this earlier because um, both of us are very tickled by the fact that Jeb Bush lived to, or his parents lived to see him lose uh, something that his older brother won. Yes, I, I really did. lose in a in spectacular fashion. Yeah, <laughs> please clap. Um, <laughs> Your mother, she should have ran. <laughs> uh, so, so yeah, we both think it's funny that like Poppy watched his fail son truly fail yeah. and go out in a bright light. The good son. The good, yeah. Very Joe Biden of him. To see, well, I'm not even gonna get into this. But <laughs> yeah. Are we saying? Okay, I want to get into this. Uh, Hunter is George W. Yes. Wait, wait. So, so Jeb is Bo. Jeb is Bo. I think I don't know if I agree with. I think in terms of some behaviors. What? Well, because. H or W was addicted to coke for a long time, wasn't he? I yes. So again, and okay, another thing. George W is recovered Hunter. So Hunter Biden is really just probably about twelve years from becoming president. <laughs> that would be the funniest fucking thing in the world. Oh my like God. like. You've never seen a, a, a one guy with more videos of his dick getting sucked. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I know. He's like the president's son, forty-five years old. Well, he just—he has—he has some kind of problem. Like yeah. he's so lonely, you can tell. And he joined he, the like, Navy he just at forty. Records himself every time he joined the Navy at forty, and then got kicked out in two weeks because of coke. And he's like, "Man, hey man, this is fake, man." That, that oh, fucking that's owns. so funny. That's so good, dude. Watching the world burn while while Hunter Biden is president, like that's a, would that be the first president that the public has seen their cock? No, yeah. we haven't seen Lyndon B. Johnson's, which is probably the only one where we. I feel like that's the only cock we know about. We felt his presence. I'd say. I, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> there is still time for uh, President Brandon. We, you'd never know. Uh, he could fall off the bike. 
and like be he wearing falls out of the shorts, falls right out of the shorts because you know he he could be packing. I don't know. Episode don't one: know. Joe Biden's penis. <laughs> Uh, the pre- the you just imagine that newscast. Uh, the president has made a st- oh he's falling off his bar- oh breaking <laughs> on live TV too. It's just we've seen Joe Biden's member. We've seen the view. The you discussed the only way that the Republicans wouldn't talk about it is if it was like a, a hog. It turns out it's uncircumcised. It becomes a big debate. <laughs> Andrew Yang is back in the Obama the Obama tan suit of Biden's presidency is that he's uncircumcised. <laughs> He's uncut. He's uncut, folks. He's uncut. We know what it says in the book of Exodus. <laughs> yeah, how can we say he's a real American or say? even a real Catholic? He's, he's uncut. <laughs> so, uh, beyond this, <laughs> beyond this, uh, to wrap to wrap things up, guy, to put a put a ball on this, right? Uh, Interesting first episode. Uh, you know, because they start in 2010, they're going to have a lot about the Tea Party wave. And I'm very yeah. curious how they deal with this. Because, again, that itself is dated. Because that is not... I mean, that's still extreme, obviously. Like, that's like a precursor to the fascism like we see encroaching. But, like, mm-hmm. um, it's not the same. <laughs> and so, like, I'm, I'm very curious, like, what they decide to call out. Is like dumb or like ridiculous yeah. beyond the pale. I remember going to. I don't know if I've told you this. My dad took me to a tea party rally when I was a kid. It's crazy. Down at Laclede's Landing in St. Louis. Oh yeah. Uh, it was really weird. My my uh, my brother likes to pretend he remembers it, but I I mentioned it to my mom and she was like, "Yeah, that's cool. It was cool." And I'm like, "Dude, different ideas are cool." Like, what the fuck? Like, I remember being, like, nervous the entire time I was there, but, I, like, it's not like I was liberal or anything, because yeah. I was, like, like 13, maybe, but... You knew some shit wasn't right. You're yeah, like, man, like, this guy's just like Uncle Sam, but he yeah, looks like they, a child molester. They had the, the Gadsden flags all over the place there, and there's a woman shouting on stage. Right next to the arch. Right next to the arch. <laughs> and now, that woman... Uh, probably, probably a state senator. Maybe, maybe was in Nancy Pelosi's wish, office I last January. Knew, yeah, I wish I knew more about her because I do, I do want to know like what she's up who to. Who she was? This is this is just for you at home. If you enjoy this kind of thing, go on. If you have Hulu, go to ABC. Go to Wife Swap. Uh, you're gonna say <laughs> what is this? We had a woman. She's now a famous right-wing commentator. Like, hundreds of thousands of followers oh, on Twitter. Oh, shit. I think I've heard about Doc, this. Dr. Gina, who is, like, the wife of a former Missouri state senator. And she was, like, this big Tea Party lady. Um, great episode on Wife Swap. I'm not going to spoil too much of it, but I am going to say that it ends with the family not coming to, like, uh, wrap things up because they got too triggered. Because they got put with, like... I would say like a lesbian couple or something, or like oh, an inter- either a lesbian couple or an interracial couple, something that really offended their sensibilities. She is a member of the Trump's Trump campaign's media advisory board and co-chair of Women for Trump 2020. So maybe you saw Dr. G. This is a member at Mar-a-Lago in the current phase of Citizen Voters Incorporated. A member of Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> uh, That's crazy. Closing thoughts. Closing thoughts. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I went in with very low expectations, so I was at least somewhat pleasantly surprised. But for it to be like a good show, I, I like I laughed out loud too many times. 
Yeah. Punjab. I wasn't laughing with it. No, Definitely for not. sure. Definitely not. None of their jokes, like, either way, none of the jokes are, like, non, no. not, they're not meant to be to laugh out loud, but, yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm really excited to see uh, We, we Killed Osama Bin Laden for you. And the guy from Stranger Things is in this, and he's uh, oh, yeah. a hopper, and he's always, he's good in everything he's in, so. There's some things I'm going to preview for you, but I'm not going to give you all of them, just so you get a taste. I think that's a good way to end this, as, as like a teaser. So one of them is going to experience a war crime so horrible that like they go through like a, <laughs> like, like, a, a psychic break. <laughs> There's like, there's like an Edward Snowden subplot, and I think it's like kind of implied that they did the wrong thing being the whistleblower, but it's not Damn! Um, oh, holy shit. They do the 2012 election pretty good. I'll say that. They do the 2012 election pretty okay, good. Okay, alright. They remind you that Mitt Romney actually is evil. <laughs> okay, so, that's, that's good. good. I'll give that to Aaron Sorkin, because people, that that has become dated. It's Yeah, it's been memory hold. A lot of people, like, even, there was a Sam Cedar moment where he was oh, like, yeah. he said something <laughs> like, his dad marched with Martin Luther King, and it's like, I don't think that took effect no. with Mitt Romney. Mitt it's, Romney's still a Republican. He needs to watch the old Sam Cedar. You're yeah. reminded of fucking Mitt Romney walking up to a crowd of black people going, hey, who let the dogs out? Poor <laughs> 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 monkey. Um, Obama's like... Yeah, uh, he called me to concede on election night, and he essentially said, "Yeah, you got all your people out to vote in Detroit and oh Cleveland. Good God. job." Like, black people. This doesn't even. That has nothing to do with the fact that he was basically like the guys in office space who come in to fire everybody. Hey, uh, we're gonna need you to pay income tax. Forty-seven <laughs> percent of you are gonna have to become soylent green. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Um, That's a well, good place to end this. since this is an unnamed podcast, uh, we don't have any social media or anything like that. No. Whoa, hey, um, Alex here. Uh, since you found us, you know that that's not the case anymore. You know that we're called the Iraqi Horror Picture Show. Uh, you can listen to us on YouTube, on Spotify, and on Apple Music. And you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at IHPS Podcast. And we will see you when the next episode goes up next week. I hope you enjoyed. Thank you for listening.